All right, welcome back to Rono's podcast. It's been a while. I feel weird. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we took last week off for Christmas and whatnot. Yeah. Um, spent a bunch of time with family. You know, did the whole thing. Yeah. The whole um, thing. did the whole New Year's thing as well. On top of having a birthday party the night before, and also the f- Ohio State football game the night of. And the, uh, yeah, and the Ohio State game the night of. Yeah. Um, so a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot going on. Yeah. Um, like during the holidays and stuff. I don't really get, I wouldn't say I don't get it, but I, New Year's is weird to me. Like, yeah. the fact that it's a new year and like where, I don't really know, or I guess I know where like years came from because they determine that's how long it takes for the sun for us to revolve around the sun yeah but the um oh hi lenny just joining nothing um i guess the like it's probably really annoying and really like outdated at this point but like the new year new me thing yeah lenny um i guess i i don't is it do you feel like it's an excuse maybe for people to like oh now i'm gonna make changes or is it like legitimately they think things are gonna change i think kind of both i feel like though i know a lot of people do new like resolutions and stuff Mm -hmm. and um uh oh we're good (laughs) go ahead um yeah, people do resolutions, you know. I don't know. I think it's good and bad. Bad, people create all of these goals and stuff that they set to do within this year because mm-hmm. that's what you do at the beginning of a year. And then they kind of fall off the bandwagon of it just because sure. I think people feel like, oh, it's the new year. I need to think of things that I need to do. And just because you're thinking of things you need to do, you're coming up with stuff that's not going to necessarily be realistic. So that's why you fall off. Like if you did, yeah. if you came up with it in June, you're doing it in June because you really want it. It's not because it's the start of a new year, you know? Yeah. But then also it, I don't know if excuse is the right word, but it gives people that, you know, have been wanting to do something, but just haven't had the courage or whatever to do it. It gives them an excuse, a reason, whatever to like jump start. They're like, okay, well, you know what? It's the new year this this is a reason why people start things like mm-hmm. i'll start too you know yeah whether I, they fall off it or not whatever but. yeah i think that it's like the mental trick of the I, I guess for some reason and it's me too people feel like tired at the end of a year yeah like at the end of this at the end of december i don't know what that is if it like I don't know, because you're still just like yeah, it's, going through it's your life. It's a circle. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's a completely. It's a complete mind trick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess I just yeah. I feel like with New Year's resolutions, I don't like New Year's re- resolutions at all. Mm-hmm. I also somehow have a hard time saying that word. Resolution. Resolutions. Um, Isn't resolution like a like if it's resolution with a camera or photo? Wouldn't you like be? Wouldn't you say that all the time? Oh yeah, like high res. Yeah, uh, I don't say it all New the time year, because New I year, avoid it at all costs. New Year res. New Year's res. <laughs> I I guess I I don't like New Year res. New Year's reses. 
because it just feels like a lot of people use it as a way to like tell everyone what they're gonna do this year mm-hmm. it's not it's not really like for themselves yeah. it is to put on instagram and or tell your co-workers or whatever it is that yeah. like oh i'm gonna do this and this and this this year and mm-hmm. people are like oh wow look at you and then and then you don't do it but it, then it's also, not very resolute to me but then also it's kind of a double-edged sword i guess because if you go out and say like oh look at all the things i'm going to do this year not that most people will remember but all the people that you told come like october like you know whatever and you still haven't done it they're like hey you said you were going to do that and you haven't done it yet yeah i guess it does if if in the right circles it could offer like some accountability maybe yeah but i just feel like that's that's not what it used for hey if you're setting some New Year's resolutions, Don't. some New Year's reses, New Year's reses, that's f- have goals. Great. If you DM them to us or put them in the comments so that other people can see them, so that we actually do that stuff this year. Because I do the same. Is that thing. your New Year's resolution? <laughs> yep. Do that shit. Um, yeah, I just I never like them, just because I feel like people, it's always like the same thing too. I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna work better. out. I'm gonna eat better. I'm gonna do this and that. I'm gonna spend less money. I'm gonna spend less money, which spend less time on my phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Lenny, come on, dude. Just you know, buttholes in the camera. Um, <laughs> we'll edit. The, we'll blur that. I actually don't know how. <laughs> so I have no idea that. how to do that. Okay, um, just lay down. But yeah, I do. I I think it even it could even be like people feel so weird after the holidays after like eating all that and drinking all the time they're like oh i gotta i gotta stop it's it's the i'm never drinking again (laughs) lenny come on pal okay we're done yeah sorry we're done um which is me i mean that's basically me i'm just talking to myself at this point but tyler's contradicting himself Mm -hmm. i think this just made me think after you're saying tired after the holidays and stuff how come the new year people are tired from the year or whatever even though it's a cycle i think at least i can say where we live with seasons and stuff like yeah you had the whole summer of it being hot and being out and doing stuff and then it's the fall and people start school or you know whatever usually around that time and then comes winter the days are getting shorter like it just kind of messes with your body like Mm -hmm. i have less time to do stuff you know i feel like the winter season often makes people either less happy because of less vitamin D, sunlight, whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever reason. And also, like, less time to do stuff because the days are shorter. You know, whatever. I feel like that's why kind of, like, people get tired by the end of the year. It just happens to be in mm-hmm. December. Yeah. Um, And then, you know days are getting longer again and sun starts coming out and people go outside more and it gets warmer so people are like rejuvenated you know i think Mm. that's why people get tired and also the last at least in the united states the last two months of the year they're all it's like jam-packed with holidays so people i feel like are constantly more like social and doing things and having to buy presents and spend money you know like i feel like it's just all timing really on how things pan out that at the end of the year people are exhausted i also feel like i'm starting to enjoy all of that 
less and less. I don't know why that is. Holidays? Just, yeah, I think just because of the logistics of it. Like, it's so, it's so much to, and I love going to do things. You know what I mean? But it's so, like, they're all centered around, like, eating your weight in food, you know? Yeah. And that just, I mean, we can get into that whole thing, but, like, no wonder that, like, whatever it is, like people being unhealthy mm-hmm. is such a huge issue especially yep. i mean it's all over the place but especially in our country just yep. because they're like oh well it's these holidays you're supposed to eat like crazy yeah it's supposed to spend time with family and be eat comfort food and mm-hmm. you know and i fall in a, i fall into it too because i'm when i'm with people i like want to have drinks and you know eat mm-hmm. whatever's there because it's some weird lenny come on dude I know you're real cute, but I want to, I want to eat whatever's there and like drink and have a good time because I want to, I think I want to (laughs) participate. He just Just finds a way. I just want to like really participate so bad and not like remove myself from everything or like be that like, or or I guess make myself an outsider somehow. I Mm want to not allow that to happen. So I just like eat like crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's if I'm just it's a good distraction, Lenny. Jeez, man. His claws are just just lay down right here. See, yeah. perfect. He can't. He just wants that blanket so bad. I know. You you got that blanket for Christmas. I did. And and I think you and both cats have used it more than me. No, I used it once. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I just meant you really like it. Lenny sleeps on it literally every day. Yeah, he loves when he blanket. can find it because it's just like. And if I'm using it, he's, if it's sitting by itself, he's like, oh, okay, I'll use it if I want. But if I have it, he's like, no, I need it. Yeah. It's mine. It's just, it's just heavy enough to okay. where. Okay. If you're just like, going to walk, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to walk it out. This ain't for you. Um, it, It's like just heavy enough mm-hmm. to where. It's thin, it, but heavy. Lenny, come on. No. We're going to have to lock you out. I will um so yeah that's uh, this is kind of what this episode's gonna be yeah we're just hanging out chatting it's the new year um we do have new year new podcast jesus christ lenny um we do i mean we do have a lot of things that we want to get done this year Mm -hmm. and i get and again i just spent like 10 minutes kind of shitting on new year's resolutions but i want to know what like the biggest thing is that you want to either get done this year or make the change and you know like work out more and eat better and stuff that's we we already are kind of in the process of doing that Mm -hmm. we started that a few months ago like for real Mm -hmm. but what's like the biggest thing outside of that that you want to really either get better at or change or whatever it is um yeah if there's a weird cut there we had to get rid of lenny because he's driving us nuts um but yeah my what i want to do Um, I think I want to figure out school. Yeah. Um, meaning like me personally going into edu like into school rather than like me at school for my work. Um, yeah. Cause I think I finally figured out, well, I say that, but I've done this a couple of times now. Um, I think I finally know what I want to do with my life. Maybe not specifically, but I I want to go into education so Mm -hmm. just kind of 
look into what steps I need to take to get certifications, degrees, whatever, um, to just get further along into whatever career I want. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just my biggest thing is I don't want to put pressure on myself to say, like, start at this school at this point to get this degree because I I don't know all of that. And if I make it specific, I'm not going to live up to it and get frustrated Mm -hmm. when I don't. Um, But, yeah, mainly just figure out, not necessarily in the next week, but figure out schooling, what I need to do, Mm -hmm. what I think will interest me. I think the more I think about it as well, either it'll go one or two ways. Like, I'll either be like, oh, I'm really interested. Like, I'm excited thinking about this. Or I'll be like, yeah, maybe I don't want to do this. So, Mm -hmm. I think I do want to do it. um, Yeah. But. Specifically, like, what you're doing right now, working with students with special needs? See, that's what I don't know. So, I'll, meaning, like, that's why I won't get super specific yet. Because, at least as far as I know, with my knowledge, is I'll have to go get. A teaching degree yeah and it's within like my teaching degree you can specify yeah. so i don't know if i don't think i'll need to specify right away i mean i guess it depends because oh, yeah. i already have my undergraduate degree so some stuff i might have done already but um so mm-hmm. like i can either go into like intervention specialist which would be working with kids with special needs or i can go gen ed and pick whatever subject which it would probably be math for me so oh. I thought it, well, no, it wouldn't be science because your dad's a science teacher, but. Yeah. I mean, I went to undergrad for science and stuff and I like it, but I'm kind of done with it. (laughs) And I've always loved math, so. Yeah. But then I also do like language arts and like reading. You, (laughs) yeah. I know. But what what I've noticed most is working with the kids right now, I love what it comes math class. And I can teach them math. Like it's just. Because it's yeah, that's just, good I just because you do everything it. with them. Yeah. And you kind of get to figure out. Yeah. You do just get it. You have that like analytical math brain. Yeah. That like breaks everything down to numbers really quickly. Um, and I feel like if you were teaching some kind of like English class or something, mm-hmm. it would, it that's something that you love so much that I think it would kind of make you hate it. Yeah. Because it might would get be so out. frustrating with like, those kids don't care, you know? Like, but I think that's what would be my goal would be like, let's get some literature in here that you can read that it's not boring class. It's going to make it's you not literally it. the same thing that everyone else reads every single year. Yeah. The, yeah. Grapes of Wrath and shit like that. I didn't that. have to read it. Really? I want to, but I didn't have to. Yeah. I, we did the, all the classic like Huckleberry Finn. Um, what's the one the guy's name is Atticus, Atticus Finch. To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. I was looking at my classics right um, here, but a lot of them are out on the main yeah. bookshelf because they're fancy. Yeah, we did We did all those, like Tom Sawyer. Um, I didn't read any of that. Yeah, well, I mean, my school I mean, got read... pretty basic with it because, I don't know, it just wasn't very imaginative. Well, but... I need to reread To Kill a Mockingbird because I watched the movie like when I was like in elementary school or something because you know brenda my grandma was like this is you know you gotta watch this this will change your life you know whatever and so then we read it my freshman year i was in honors english i remember with mr donaldson and we bonded because his favorite band was skillet and mine was (laughs) as well at the same time that's unreal but anyway so you said you have seen the movie yeah a long time ago 
I don't know. Hold if on, you let remember. me finish my thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna new year, new me. I'm interrupting you when you start to Go. interrupt yeah, my thought. Yeah, I did. I didn't know you were still going. Um, no. Well, anyway, my freshman year, we read that book, and our freshman year, I don't know your Tecumseh probably didn't do this, but it was like the 50th anniversary of To Kill a Mockingbird coming out. Oh, so I think when we, we read it, it was my sophomore year. So that book to death like, like the whole really school deep, deep they made dive. like yeah it was like a whole week about it and you know all about harper lee and like everything so it was like i i liked reading the book but we spent so like literally an entire semester on the book and it was like just breaking down why the the use just, of the n-word literally, and stuff just, literally it. just everything about to kill mockingbird so like i was very i don't think i even finished the book i think like i had like two chapters left and i was like i'm done i can't yeah. do it anymore yeah that long after breaking it down for that it's such a, it's not even a long book it's no, just like it, it was unreal so i i want to reread it now that i yeah. obviously i'm not in school and i don't have to analyze it and i can just read it for my own pleasure it's also one of my women's authors books which i don't you can't see it but <laughs> oh yeah yeah scratch off poster of women's um different literature or whatever that he got me in to mm. kill mockingbird is one of them made you cry okay okay we'll get to that too this <laughs> oh, christmas shit. anyway yeah, um right. but yeah i do want to reread that yeah you the, can go back to the movie now <laughs> no, the i remember i vividly remember watching the movie i don't remember anything else from the movie but this part and I don't even remember the context of like this part of the movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. But next to, um, I can't even remember the the little girl's name. Scout. No. Oh oh oh, Scout. Scout. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Scout. because that's what Ida Scout is oh, named yeah, after. Yeah, that's what that's why I was thinking of it. Yeah. Yeah. Scout. Um, Scout. There, there's this super old woman that lives next door, mm-hmm. and. They're like, what was that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I drank and I got must have gotten some air down and it was coming back up. That's There's something coming out of you right now. Just exercise. Um, there, there was this like ungodly old woman mm-hmm. living next door, and they're like, she, the the little girl is walking by her house and just says hi. And the the old woman goes, "Don't say hi to me, you ugly girl!" Like just yell right <laughs> in her face. Just called her ugly for no reason. I was like, "Damn!" Yep. I mean, it, it was the funniest thing I That's think like I ever saw in, in at school in high school. Yeah, she was just you ugly girl for for no reason at all. She didn't deserve it. Yep. She was like the whole movie. She's and I like, bet you that was in the book. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's got to be. But yeah, we kind of read those classics and stuff in high school. But um, back to I don't even know what we we're talking about. You I teaching? Still have- Uh, sorry i got distracted because mm-hmm. i remember i was trying to think what i read my sophomore year and i read that book i still have it what is it it's called orcs and crake it's by um the author who wrote um like handsmaid's tale okay um i don't haven't I, I don't really know anything about that i know that it's a thing um i don't fully remember see again an issue i have with language arts and stuff in school is you beat the book to death with like we had language and it was like literature and then language were two different classes so literature was about like the actual book and what you're reading and then language is, was about like analyzing like analogies alliteration you know that all t- that type of stuff yeah okay you, whatever <laughs> anyway um but 
so that book, it was all about, I can probably even look in it, but it was all about, you know, themes and motifs and stuff that the author uses and why they use it and what it means and stuff like that. So I don't even remember the plot because I had to think mm -hmm. about how this specific word relates to this specific word on this page, you know. I can tell you right now, we didn't do that shit in high school. We wrote... You keep talking. I'll, I'll we through. wrote two... So I didn't realize how big of a problem this was until I got to college. We wrote two papers our entire high school careers in the classes I was in. I mean, I wasn't in like the best of the best classes, but I was in advanced classes. I wasn't in like honors everything all the time, but I was in advanced classes and we wrote two papers, one at the beginning of our freshman year and one at the end of our senior year. And that's it. And then I got to college and every single day it was here's five page paper. The only thing we did do in my English teacher, Mr. Moses's class, shout out Mo, he's a great guy. We wrote five paragraph prompts. I mean, almost every single day, but that was it. And those were, those were fine. I didn't mind doing those, but we never wrote papers and it did not prepare me for anything. So needless to say we weren't talking about motifs they i they probably taught us what that word meant but they no, none of that was put into action if i had to guess yeah, you like, just scribbled down that whole book well yeah we had to we had to oh. annotate um but like i don't know what that means to write in books like to just that's what annotate means yeah it means to like highlight make notes tab that's to annotate learn something new every day but yeah, like throughout this whole thing, you can see I have, and as it gets further along, there's less because I probably gave up on reading the book. But, um, you know, there's like things circled. There are things squared because you have to like reference these two words and what they mean. Like, I mean, it just, that's the thing. Like we had so much to do. It was so much with the language within the book mm -hmm. that I, I don't even really remember what this book was about. I remember enjoying it when I was reading it. It's kind of like post-apocalyptic, I believe, about these two guys that become good friends and then like whatever trying to work it out it's the end of the world or whatever so i wanted i kept it all these years because i knew i wanted to reread it because i actually somewhat enjoyed it while i was reading it but i can't remember for the life of me what it was about mm -hmm. but like these tabs say diction which is like whatever yeah sure. I, i'm not gonna go into it doesn't matter but um, um you i mean you read all the time now yeah. that's like one of your favorite things to do how do you think that contributes to the way you read now anything at all or do you think you're better at analyzing certain things because of that or um i don't know like i love reading mm -hmm. and follow biblio.row.design on instagram yeah it's my whatever she reads books and she makes shit i do um yeah, I don't know. I It's still, I think, reading now for pleasure and for plot purposes and, like, l like the language and how things are written. Like, I don't... Sure, I'll read a book and be like, oh, there's an alliteration. Do I care why the author put it there? Do I care if the author maybe accidentally put that there and there is actually no reason, even though I'm being taught that there is a reason, you know? Mm -hmm. um, like, The Great Gatsby my freshman year we 
killed that book oh, to death that about one. all of the metaphors and what it means and the green light that's shining across the lake at the end and how it means greed because mm -hmm. it's green and like i mean it means greed yeah oh there's a whole thing about how f scott fitzgerald and that's why everything and what daisy yeah regardless anyway how daisy is a flower and it's white and, and, it, and she's acting innocent you know it, yes <laughs> so that i think ruined reading for a lot of people that's why they don't like readings because they think of that but now mm. when i'm reading books and i see stuff like that like i'm not trying to think of what the author is like subliminal messages are trying to be and why they're writing a certain way like i read a for plot like that's why people watch movies is for plot most of the time yeah. you know um or like if it's an older book like pride and prejudice or jane eyre or something it's written obviously in older english and it's like more elegantly written so you're reading it for if you like more like flowery writing it's what you would say or whatever you like to be confused by old english <laughs> see and With so peas and stuff just thrown in there for no reason at all but so i read it for those purposes now and so the stuff that i learned in high school i don't use yeah like I don't think anyone why knows. would i like i don't i mean some people like that's either their job or they liked the puzzle of figuring out why things are written a certain way and what it means but i don't know i just when i read i'm there are a lot of people like me that i've seen on booktube and instagram and stuff like that mm -hmm. that read where i read a book and i'm all about how i'm feeling as i'm reading it I could read a book and a week later you'd be like, oh, that book you read, what's it about? I could be like, I don't know. I don't, don't remember. Know. I don't like mm. I remember a name or I remember a scene, but I could not tell you like my comprehension. I read so many books that like I they all kind of like go in my head. Mm -hmm. But it, I'm all about in the moment if I'm enjoying it as I'm reading it. And after I finish it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is one of my favorite books. Mm -hmm. Can I like yeah, there doesn't have to be all these, like, meta reasons why. It's it's the same with me in movies, I think. Like, yeah. a lot of people, I think, in both worlds who break down or who critique, I guess, if you want to use that word, or review mm -hmm. movies and books, they get into, like, oh, I really love this one, and it's because of this, like, very specific um way that they wrote this thing and how they did this and how did how they did that instead of just like hey this part ma made me feel a certain way because of either either the gravity of the moment or how it looked for me with movies that's what draws me to them is they are a lot of them are like visually stunning and i don't know i mean i know more of the details of that now because i've gone through um what are, you, what are you pulling out? This oh, there it is. copy of Great Scott. Um, I've gone through like photography school and had different creative photo and video jobs and stuff. So I'm I'm more sensitive to that specifically. But yeah, it just doesn't need to be. Oh, some people get real like crazy layered with it. And it's just really unnecessary because what what's the fucking point of being like, well, this the way the, like the camera moved on this on this scene and it was looking straight up and it was really abstract and uh and it, i just noticed that like you probably didn't actually like it you just want everyone to know you saw it which is you know great you noticed it but it doesn't make it good just because it's different you know i mean 
I like things that are, are different. Obviously, I like to be different all the time, but that doesn't mean it's quality just because it's like, yeah, just because other people don't do it. There's probably a reason other people don't do it. Yeah. Because it's not necessary. Nope. You can enjoy something without being like the smartest person in the room, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Like, yep. that's okay. Mm-hmm. I get it though. I want to seem smart sometimes. It's nice to, it's nice to feel smart. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> uh, since we're talking about school and trying to seem smart or whatever, I remember my freshman year American history class. Um, I, or maybe it wasn't even American history. I don't remember. Anyway, um, I had Mr. Endress as my teacher. doesn't matter, but, mm-hmm. um. We all know Mr. Endress. He was really cool. He's, I think he's still work. I think he's at Hastings maybe now, but, um, anyway, I wanted to seem like, I wanted to impress him so bad because you could tell he was just really smart. Mm-hmm. He was also my psychology teacher, but anyway. Um, I just wanted to use like all this like crazy language and really big words. And so every time I would find a word, I'd like immediately go to the thesaurus and like try and find an even smarter word for whatever. So I wanted to make my, all my papers super smart and whatever. You referenced a thesaurus in high school? Yeah. You would have to. Like they made you do that? They it was suge- required of you? You can't use dumb, like, dull words. is what Or, like, bland words. Like, you can't say bad I really wish in a they, paper. You can't really say good. I really wish they would have said dumb. <laughs> it was not dumb. I forget. Everybody would have been fired. Oh, dead words. That's what they are. Dead words. Even kind of worse. You can't say bad. You can't say good. You can't say great. You have to be, like, fabulous, wonderful, you know, detrimental. Like, you have to use less boring words basically anyway regardless i guess i would try try and make these papers like super intelligent whatever and i would always get low grades on them because he's like you're fucking trying too hard like you read it doesn't make sense it doesn't he's like you're trying to be so smart that like you read it and it's just confusing you're making it less confusing like just write about like american history or like european history whatever i think it was european history it says super califragilisticexpialidocious <laughs> right here it doesn't even make sense <laughs> no so basically like so many i would try and impress him so much with all of these words and it ended up just not even making any sense so he's like i would always get like b minuses on my papers and he'd be like oh no okay but (laughs) if i got b minuses i'd be like but like in every other class like i would get good grades on papers and stuff but his he was also a really hard grader so i was i just wanted to impress him and he's like just like just write you don't have to make you're writing about something that already happened just write about it like whatever so eventually once i started doing that and being more concise and rather than trying to have long intelligent papers once i just wrote like a normal person he was like yeah this is perfect this is an a i was like okay he just wrote on the paper just chill out for a second he also i remember he gave like um i don't even remember what it was about but he gave an analogy of something in class Mm -hmm. and then i made an analogy like very similar at the end of one of my papers or whatever and he's like i really like this analogy like i'm glad like you you know brought it from class into your paper or whatever but and he was like maybe try something like like a different type of analogy rather than basically just copying maybe him. be original <laughs> and i was like i tried so hard he said find a new slant <laughs> and just roasted you on your paper yeah yeah i didn't um, but then i aced his psychology class so yeah fuck you 
um yeah i didn't i didn't really have those um caitlin was in that european history class with me oh, really? she sat behind me would always braid my hair and he would yell at us <laughs> i didn't have those interactions in high school i was just kind of getting through yeah i mean i was i was like I got decent grades and stuff but i remember once my once my senior year came around and i was in like physics and calculus and stuff mm-hmm. um yeah that was a tough one for me we also had a seven point grading scale Mm. all through high school until my senior year they changed it Mm -hmm. and it's the only reason i got decent grades in in my senior year yeah because i didn't know that like a seven point grading scale was ridiculous Mm -hmm. i didn't like everyone else uses a 10 point grading scale Mm -hmm. and for some reason to come to high school was just like nope get a 93 or you suck like that's it so i mean i would have looked way better although like my first three years of high school yeah actually had a 10 point scale but i mean whatever now i don't use any of it i have an associate's degree in photography so yeah yep ua is also annoying in the fact that even though we have a 10 point grading scale if you ua is where she went to high school yes um upper arlington um even though it's a 10 point grading scale if you get a 99 that's not like in a class not on a paper um like that's okay you have to have above like a 4.2 gpa because people take honors and like ap and is i can't i think of what the other one is anyway um ip ip and ap um you have to take all these advanced classes which are weighted heavier so you get above a 4.0 and like then you're smart if you have like a 4.4 so like even if you get a's you're like average if when that's I, annoying i've never felt dumber than when i figured out you could get above a 4.0 <laughs> and i had like a 3.2 or 3.3 or something which mm-hmm. is fine you know I, do, I like obviously now i don't care and i didn't care enough then to you know be in ap classes and stuff but yeah i figured out kids were getting like 4.3 and 4.4 and i was like you son of a bitch i thought i was doing so well here i had a three i had a 3.4 or whatever it was that it's slowly going up every time i say it um i had a 3.5 i had a (laughs) 3.6 at some point you know um i had i was at at one point you know my senior year i had probably had like a 3.4 or 3.5 and i was like wow yeah i'm doing really well like i'm a good student this senior year i'm doing pretty good and then this kid josiah he's a doctor now whatever (laughs) um he had like a 4.6 or something and i was like fuck you dude like yeah and he was like really tall and really good at basketball and could just jam on people and was super smart you know all that good stuff just had it all when you graduated did you have a valedictorian and did they speak yeah yeah, I don't remember it. How though. lame is that we Upper Arlington couldn't say who our valedictorian was because that's singling out someone as better than everyone else. But we had someone, one of our students, speak. So it was that guy? <laughs> yeah. Or a girl, whoever Which it was? Which I think even two people tied, but yeah, I don't know how that made it. But he had like a 4.9. I mean, piss off. Like... I can't even think of his last name. We need a 4.9. His first name was Christian. But, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. If you have over a 4.0. Like, every single or you class. you did in high school. Like, he took all honors or all AP, like, 
throughout all four years so like it just kept going that's so lame yeah there he was these, smart there but... are these kids doing perfectly fine and then you know you go above 4.0 and it's just like hey eat shit maybe i don't know but that's what I was did. also frustrating about ua is like it's super cool to be really smart and that's not something like at least yeah. if it's really cool to be dumb Nerds. if you're smart you can act dumb if you're dumb and want to be smart there's only so People much know. you can do yeah yeah you can't be cool if you're just yeah. real dumb it that was so weird at my high school because no like there really wasn't much of a stigma around being smart like yeah <clears throat> people knew who like the really smart kids were but then just kind of like nobody cared like nobody cared if what your grade was or what your class rank was or whatever mm-hmm. maybe like the kid who was in who got it cared obviously you know they had to at least a little bit but that's no nice. one else cared i don't i don't know what my class ranking was or what I, you know i think i only paid attention once i became a like senior mm-hmm. i know i was like right in the middle i think yeah you know just like everything else in my entire life i was right down the middle i think i was growing like up one forties, one thirties out of 500 i was so. i was i think i was like one forties, one thirties out of 200 there you go. 250 i think you're not actually. last not last that's what i that's what i'm going for yeah all the time do i have black around my eye um a little bit but you know it's okay. i just totally just went smeared <laughs> your makeup yeah just not thinking about it yeah anyway. so you want to figure out school this year yes <laughs> what we got we, find, we got back to that kind eventually. of we just ended up yeah um what do you what's your thing um i want to that's a great question i want to get my um business to actually like full time it it probably won't be like a full time job by the end of this year i don't think that's a reasonable goal just because of where we are like starting out right now and how how small it is but mm-hmm. <clears throat> um yeah just i i think um i've i've been learning a lot about it over the last i don't know since we first started even doing anything maybe 8 months ago or so maybe we started longer. like right before the new year last year like of yeah but i guess i didn't put the store up until yeah, like i think it was like april or so or may maybe yeah something like that so th- learned a lot just this past year you know in in the last like eight months about how that all works and it's confusing and i didn't expect it to be so confusing i mean things now make it way easier than it probably has ever been if yeah. i had to guess but there's really the confusing part is when you get to trying to get it in front of everybody and you don't think that would be that hard because instagram and stuff makes it really easy Mm -hmm. and like the people use like the facebook or meta ad ad center or whatever all the time which is really Mm -hmm. helpful and and it's and it's really good um it makes it very very easy for you to advertise your products but it really comes down to like how much money you put on to those ads yeah to like convert into actual sales and then obviously you know there are things like about your product and about your store that have to be attractive to whatever Mm -hmm. like you can't just put something up there and expect everyone to buy it all the time but and so i'm still learning that part like what's gonna bring 
people to my brand out uh, you know beside others or apart from others like what's gonna set me apart from other people mm-hmm. so i still don't know what that is um but i i want to find i guess that that's what it is i want to find that i want to find like what actually sets us apart why that bison we can, head yeah like why why would you go to bison head outfitters instead of like all of the other outdoor brands that have things that have stuff that are similar and like not design wise but like you know the same vibe the, yeah the outdoor vibe whatever mm-hmm. um like why would they choose yours and how do they see it where do they see it what makes them want to click on it you know um so it is really interesting to to get into like the psychology of all that and the the why everything happens um so i'm still learning a lot about that but <clears throat> but yeah i think i, I really want to find just like what separates us because i think it's gonna i think you have um if you don't know for bison head which i've talked about on here before bison head outfitters um hannah does all the designs for those because you know we go back and forth on them but she's obviously just much better at executing the designs like the vision of it Mm -hmm. than i am um because she does a lot of it by hand on a like a like a sketchbook app on her iPad. So it mm-hmm. just makes it a lot easier. And I only knows, I only know how to use illustrator and I'm not good at drawing and I'm, you know, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> um, so she's, she's just much better at the execution of that. So I think your style makes it can separate it, but I'm trying to figure out what, what about the company or what about, or like what mission or what, um, I don't know just what's gonna bring people there instead or make it seem like it is trustworthy like what's gonna get people's trust yeah so um, I really don't know the answer to that Mm -hmm. at all I'm still figuring that out but yeah getting the trust of people to to actually buy your stuff is is hard because it feels like when they're you can because you can tell how many people click on it it shows you down to the number how many people clicked on what and then you know they didn't buy it so like okay why not is it like i'm gonna come back later or is it too expensive or not what i thought it was gonna be i just don't like how it looks Mm -hmm. um you know anything and it's it's tough right now because we don't have a ton of options for stuff we have two um at the moment and most of that is because i want to get enough inventory to actually just go set up like pop-up shops and stuff and do it in person because i just think that's easy much easier i guess to actually convert some kind of sale but um but yeah i don't know i mean it'll probably help when we actually have some options and have i think more of like an identity because yeah yeah we we are broad right now kind of in what we do but i think once we narrow that down and things are a little more consistent with variations Mm -hmm. to everything um it just makes it seem like more of a cohesive brand yeah um which I'm just learning that too, but um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and I think it'll be fun. It really is just like enjoyable so far. Like I'm having Good. fun doing it and going back and forth with you on designs and like what we want to do. And um, yeah, it's fun because like it feels like the first thing that is like truly mine that I'm like making from the ground up, mm-hmm. and um 
yeah, I just don't think a lot of people can say that they've even tried that, let alone um, made it happen. So I don't know. I think we'll make it happen. I think so, too. I had the idea when you were talking, maybe we can come up with a few different designs that we like and then put it out there somehow for people to like vote on what they like. Yeah. And get an idea of what people are looking for. Yeah. It's just because we like it, <clears throat> not doesn't necessarily mean everyone else is going to like it. Right. Yeah, and I, it's hard to to find that line morally of like, oh, what do we just put out there because other people like how it? How much and, am I doing to just cater to people versus how much am I doing because I want to do it? Yeah. Yeah. And I do think like there's something to, you know, people will find something that if if you really are that passionate about it, people will find it somehow. Yeah. And it does just take some time. Like, it's not going to happen in two seconds. I, I definitely understand that. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, we'll have to have to find some ways to do, like, market research like that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the people I send stuff to are just, like, my friends and stuff. Yeah. And Maybe on TikTok or something. Make mm-hmm. TikToks about yeah. it or something. Yeah, I need to get better Everyone at that. Everyone is on TikTok, I guess. I still don't have it, but. It's, I don't get on it very much. Yeah. I know people like sit there and I guess I do that with Instagram reels and stuff. Yeah. We send those back and forth. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to try to, to try to get your stuff in front of everyone's face. It's yep. strange, but, um, real quick, I guess this went longer than we thought it would, but, yeah. um, real quick, I wanted to ask what's the, what do you feel like is the event or it could be broader than that thing that you're just like most excited about this year? most excited about this year could be a trip you put me on the spot i did um the people want to know man we haven't really planned a whole lot of things yet yeah um dang i mean the only thing that comes to my mind is yellowstone yeah which we are tyler's done most of the planning and nothing's official yet but done Mm -hmm. more of the investigation of stuff but during a week in march whenever my spring break is we were gonna we are planning to Mm -hmm. go out to yellowstone and spend a week out there and Mm -hmm. camping running a van you know that type of stuff um as much as i love bison i've never been there so yeah i've been there a couple Um, times and pretty awesome yeah yeah yellowstone itself the park itself is very touristy which i think when we go in may it won't be like whenever i've been there it's been the summer so there's everyone and their mom there um which is what i don't particularly like about it but right outside of yellowstone south is like the tetons and jackson hole and that's like what Mm -hmm. i love because you can go hiking you can see different lakes you know that type of stuff but you can also go into yellowstone park and you know, see the prismatic yellow springs and see Old Faithful <clears throat> if that's really what knocks your socks off. I don't get it, but so I mean, yeah. I would. I feel like I would I, like to see. I was it gonna say, but you go one it. time. I've been like three times, and so it's like there's nothing that like yeah, I've been the, here three times. It's not it has not changed. You at know? a certain point, it's just water shooting in the air. Like <laughs> yeah, that's it's just, and you have to wait like <clears throat> for it to go off. Like you just sit there waiting. Yeah, you're just. But anyway, there. but no, it's definitely worth it to go the first time, especially you who loves the wildlife that is there particularly bison no for sure it's you have to go there at least once but it's just not something i would do like every single year (laughs) to do right 
Yeah, the vision the vision I have for it is fly out somewhere somewhat close and then rent a there are all kinds of places you can rent like campers and RVs and stuff like somebody will rent you their their RV um rvshare.com check it out if you really want to look at it but sponsor um, us. sponsor yeah sponsor us please um but yeah probably like fly out somewhere close um and get like a camper or something and just drive around in it all week and just sleep in it or whatever you know we don't have to like pay for lodging or something whatever when we get out there we just sleep in there and figure out we do need to figure out the, the logistics of that like actually living in it for a week but mm-hmm. um but yeah i just don't want to like have to go somewhere and then because it's i'm sure it seems all like relatively close by but like it's a lot of driving if you want to go see something and then you have to come all the way back to a hotel or something like that like or an airbnb whatever it is so i just want to be able to like we can plan out just like camp stops like yeah along the way or whatever yeah i just want to be able to continually make progress and and then on the last day just drive back to wherever we're flying out of and go home so um i think that's gonna be we can always talk to my dad as well yeah fud um if you want to because i mean obviously like he did the summer trips all the time and that's he's good at planning out you know be here for two days and can go do these things and then drive to this place for another day and then Mm -hmm. stay here you know whatever yeah i keep forgetting i'm still so bummed we didn't get to go on that summer trip a few years ago covid 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 ruined everything yeah we were gonna go to acadia right i think it was was? Yeah. yeah i think that's what it was gonna be um yeah. New England, yeah. We'll go there someday too, but mm-hmm. we do have a scratch-off chart of all the national parks. So that's something I got got from him for Christmas. Which, mm-hmm. speaking of which, full circle. Oh yeah, when you yeah, were telling yeah. me when we were saying earlier that my scratch-off author's chart that he got me a few years ago made me cry. Mm-hmm. I made him cry this year, and I did not cry. Yeah, I. I was yeah. stone cold. I I had like one or two that was like you know maybe like they're definitely personal but they're not you know as good as those other ones and also like wasn't like a crazy money year necessarily that's not necessarily me. what i mean that, well yeah that, that pop was, chart that you got me wasn't like three hundred dollars and yeah, i cried at it you know shout like, out pop chart sponsor us um yeah we have like three of your things they're yeah. great um they're never gonna see this that's okay uh, <laughs> we'll add them yeah somehow. um but yeah, it was like a, it's it basically a book. I that, got him a book that, <clears throat> you know. It, it kind of forces you to dive into like your background and your childhood and, you Just know, life explore general, things about like, yourself. It's, like it's kind of like a self-help-ish book or whatever, but mm-hmm. I think just the idea of me caring about you learning about yourself and, you know, becoming a better person, you know, whatever that yeah. I think is what got you. Yeah, that stuff is just stuff that we talk about all the time and stuff that I'm working through a lot. I need to go to therapy and all, you know. It's a whole thing. We know that. It's e- uh, everyone should go to therapy. Yeah. At this regardless. point regardless. At this point it's a money thing. Like if I was yeah. if I was able to, I would I would definitely be going. So, I think that's better another help. goal. Better <laughs> <It's all laughs> it's better help. I do think that's a goal for me this year to is to to start that and really dive into that, but um <clears throat> but yeah, it just was like And it was the, the first fact gift, that someone wasn't it? Care- 
Um, one of the one of the first. I can't remember. Oh, I think you opened your socks first because yeah, 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 because right, you already knew. But, so you got me socks. But then it was the first one you didn't know, so it was like right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, like, it was good, crying. and I did not expect. I didn't expect to, you to cry. To I thought that way I thought you were gonna. Get, you're like, oh, it's a book. You're like, yeah. okay, cool. I'm never gonna read this. <laughs> you know, whatever. But dudes cry at Christmas. Dudes, can, dudes, you can cry when you think about your child. <laughs> he almost okay. cried from being terrified because i tricked him into thinking i was pregnant <laughs> oh jesus christ it was literally to tell me that it's a pre-ordered vinyl that's on the way yeah not a baby no and it, was it like, just said like it's a boy and no, it, it was said on the cover it said arriving april 2023 and he's like what and so then you open it and it says it's a boy and then like in smaller words on the bottom it says named james and (laughs) then in a separate envelope i had a fake ultrasound in there and so he like looked at me once he read like it's a boy like wait what like trying to in his head trying to figure everything out like timing you know logistics everything whatever and then he there's the other envelope and you just open like the triangle part and what you can see is like the top of an ultrasound when i tell you in that exact moment <laughs> yeah the the pieces i was trying to put together in my head where i was like april that's in only four months it's only four months away but <laughs> five then months whatever for some reason i didn't i knew that like april was far enough out to where like maybe you could have kept it a secret from me this long mm-hmm. and like i wouldn't know but then i was like but you, she was drinking last weekend, I think, right? Or like, are, you're not supposed to do that. And and, it, was and like, also like, it's a boy. Like, I found out the gender <laughs> without you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there were so many things where I was like, I was trying to put it together, but then I was like, what? She didn't make me open this last. It, you know, like, there's no. She's not like recording or anything. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? But I almost did. I was trying to record, make it work in my head. I almost wanted to record just to see like how you would react or whatever. But I did it so blatantly i'm not actually pregnant because i didn't that's mean for people to do yeah that. she didn't hype me up i would like, it didn't say like arriving hard. like i said it's a boy because clearly i wouldn't go find out the sex of the baby before you you know like whatever sure um but anyway you see the top of an ultrasound and as you pull it out <laughs> i like photoshopped on the baby's head a picture of the vinyl that i got him and the the artist is James and the Shame. So it's a boy, James being the boy. Shout out, Rhett. Shout out, Rhett. <laughs> um, they will definitely never see this. They will see this. <laughs> um, Good mythical morning. But anyways, and but also it just happens to be James is a very popular name in his family. So I was like, it kind po- of. Excuse me. How'd you get it? Brickley here? just opened a shut door. He might have actually pulled on the knob. But anyway. So, yeah, I tricked him into thinking I was pregnant. But I made it very obvious that I wasn't actually. Yeah, the the lead up to it wasn't too much to where I was like, wait, this might actually be real. I mean, I definitely was trying to put the pieces together in my head. Um, Go ahead, Wrigley. Oh, God. That literally shook the entire apartment. I don't know why (laughs) I was stuck. Um, He's scared of everything, though. Um, But, yeah, she got me this year. Made me cry. Mm-hmm. Maybe cry on Christmas. Um, go to therapy, everybody. Talk about your childhood. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's kind of what we are hoping for this year. We hope this gets bigger. Yeah. If you know, 
we we know like the there's more and more people kind of listening or watching each week so mm-hmm. if that continues great if not we're going to keep doing it anyways just yeah. because we like to do it it's fun. um and it's never going to be about how many you know how many fans we can get if we subscribers i can't even imagine we ever had if we ever had fans like that would just be no that's there's not no thing. way that's no. not no that doesn't exist no. um so yeah it's just always about you know if people want to uh participate and like be a part of this with us then yeah we love that so um we love hearing from people after an episode is released mm-hmm. on either their opinion on something that we've said or mm-hmm. like i know some people they're moving around in their life or doing different things and being in new cities or something you know they don't have friends fully yet or whatever and they reach out to us saying like hey it's really nice to just basically feel like they're having a conversation with us and while they're trying something new in their life you know whatever yeah so so yeah it's always nice to hear about it fun and hopefully we'll just have it you know as our lives change and grow and you know whatever that entails so um we're excited for this year excited to get it popping i'm having you know new job new all new all kinds of stuff so Mm -hmm. there'll be a lot of stuff will be changing but um we'll keep doing this as long as we can yeah so um but that's all i got until next or i guess until next week i don't know it's a weird send-off but um (laughs) we will see y'all next week Bye. bye